Hello and welcome back to the Lutheran Witness Podcast. Here on the Lutheran Witness Podcast, we read for you the stories and articles published on the Lutheran Witness website. Uh, we want to give a special thank you to our podcast partners at kfuo.org, Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Visit their website, kfuo.org, to learn more about their work. Also, this uh, issue or this podcast today is actually a reading of an article found in the November issue of the Lutheran Witness. I would encourage you to go to cph.org witness so that you can subscribe and get a print copy of the Lutheran Witness 11 months a year in your mailbox. So cph.org witness to subscribe. Do that now. The article for today is written by Mark Bukop, uh, and it is called The Closed Communion Conversation. Pastor, I want to invite my friend to church, but I don't know how to explain our communion practices. Could you please help me with that? That question might be one of the most important questions any pastor could answer. It really matters how parishioners deal with closed communion when they visit with friends or family members who are not members of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. This question might even be a reason why some are afraid to invite someone to church. A growing number of people in our midst, including our fan, family and friends, simply do not attend any congregation at all. They may have little or no biblical knowledge of the sacrament, or they may think that there is little difference between Christian denominations regarding the Lord's Supper, but this is certainly not the case. Christian denominations hold many different beliefs and practices, some of which oppose the biblical view of the Lord's Supper. To make conversations a bit easier, it might be helpful first to review Luther's small catechism. Luther writes, What is the sacrament of the altar? It is the true body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, under the bread and wine instituted by Christ himself for us Christians to eat and to drink. Start with Jesus. Start the conversation with Jesus. Our family and friends probably know a little bit about him. It is a good starting point in your conversation. Jesus is true God and man. He is our brother. He is our flesh and blood, yet without sin. He is our substitute, Savior, Redeemer. We attend the divine service to learn about and grow in his love, grace, and forgiveness. He is not simply a wise man, a wonderful example of how to live a good life, but someone to be revered and respected because he is true God. To explain this, you might use an illustration from C.S. Lewis's book, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. He gets this reality of Jesus when he discusses Aslan. Aslan is a lion, the lion, the great lion. Ooh, said Susan. Is he quite safe? I shall feel rather nervous about meeting a lion. Safe, said Mr. Beaver. Who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe. But he's good. He's the king, I tell you. Attending the Lord's Supper means entering the presence of Christ the King. It is his meal, not ours, to do with as we please. With that in mind, our conversations about the supper should focus on entering the presence of God. How dare any sinner approach the Lord's table and come into direct physical contact with the King? St. Paul instructs us to examine ourselves before we come. This examination will always show our need for forgiveness, rescue, and salvation. Discussing this examination may help your family or friend see their sin and their own need for forgiveness. Then explain how we confess our sins each Sunday and how God, who is faithful and just, forgives our sins and cleanses us from all unrighteousness. 1 John chapter 1. Jesus desires that all repent and come to the knowledge of the truth. 1 Timothy chapter 2. For this reason and in spite of our sins, Jesus comes in the Lord's Supper to serve us forgiveness. At the cross. 
Now this conversation about the Lord's Supper is headed in the right direction. It is headed to the cross. The cross of Jesus is the only reason anyone may approach Christ the King. Jesus makes us worthy by taking all of our sins to his cross. Thus, as the pastor distributes Christ's body and blood, he speaks Jesus' own words, given and shed for the forgiveness of your sins. Our enemies, the devil, the world, and our sinful flesh, have not changed. Only Jesus has the medicine of life. In the divine service, he serves us his risen, living body and blood, hidden under simple bread and wine. He unites us with his victory over all our enemies, making us citizens of his kingdom. For where there is forgiveness, there is also life and salvation. The Conversation Now it is time to turn the conversation with your family and friends to closed communion. It is always best to have this conversation before the day of the divine service. If you're concerned that the conversation will be especially antagonistic, ask your pastor for additional guidance. Encourage your guest to speak with your pastor also. He often has the closed communion conversation and can help diffuse a tense conversation. Explain how close communion is a loving practice. As St. Paul taught, those who receive the Lord's Supper in an unworthy manner eat and drink to their harm and not to their blessing. We would be unloving to commune those who would receive the supper to their harm. Jesus gives his supper as a blessing. Also, emphasize the gifts and giving of Jesus. You might say, I'm glad you asked about the Lord's Supper. The Lord's Supper is such a powerful and beautiful meal. We would love to have you receive these gifts. Our church invites non-Alcimist members to learn more about it so that they may receive it too. Pastor would love to visit with you to offer instruction about this wonderful sacrament so that you may commune with us soon. Would you like me to join you when you visit with him? As you share about the Lord's Supper, focus on Jesus, the Lord Jesus, and all that he has done for us. This article was by the Reverend Dr. Mark Bukop. Thank you for listening to the Lutheran Witness podcast. Once again, if you'd like to subscribe to the Lutheran Witness and get a print magazine 11 times a year in your mailbox, visit cph.org witness. You can also read the rest of our online content and some of our print content even at our website witness.lcms.org. Thank you for listening to the Lutheran Witness podcast, helping you interpret the world from a Lutheran perspective.